This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Forever. First choice is a big old bus. You turn around and boom, you end up with us. Oh, Diva. Our number is 213-536-9180. Our email is sloppysecondspot at gmail.com. Now on with the show. Are you ready for some sloppy seconds? You stupid little fucks, you nasty little fucks, you dirty little fucks, you're all little stupid little fucks. I hope you're not in Fort Bayanta. I'm Big Dipper and that's me, Paul. Welcome back to Slime no. Seconds with Big Dipper and me, Paul. Hello, friends. Hello, friends new and old. I hope you're not in Mexico. It's getting spicy here in 2021. Okay, so on the day of this recording, the Georgia runoff elections are happening today, even though people have been early voting. Trump is literally trying to ask people to find the votes. He still thinks he won that dumbass election that he did not. Vaccines are just sitting in trucks somewhere, and people in Florida have to get theirs on Eventbrite. Do you know about that? Yes, baby. That's like putting a brown paper tickets on a vaccine. What are we doing? Girl, the gays are fighting. The queens are fighting. The queens are fighting. We got we got Miss Gia Gunn. We got Miss Trinity the Tuck. And who was it? Kamara Black. Coming for Pheromone. Pheromone. I'm about to say something that I I never thought I was gonna say before in my life. Team Pheromone. Pheromone is right. (laughs) Girl, they're they're I don't know. I I was thinking about this. I'm like, maybe things will were, were, like were better when we didn't have the internet and we weren't constantly consumed. Like, remember, like when I was growing things up, were better took- when we didn't have as much time to stalk people on the internet. That's not. It's not. We were better before the internet. It's we have now been stuck at home, and these Rupa, uh, these drag race girls are going <laughs> crazy. Skinny ones are getting liposuction. Fat ones are getting bigger asses. Everyone's getting a brow lift. Like what is ha- and then and then they're fighting over who's an essential worker. These girls need to go <laughs> back into the zoo. It is essential that you watch me lip sync to this Ariana Grande song. That's what is essential. That is what's essential. Honey. I want to. I want to hear what our guest thinks about this. So when we come back, we have a very exciting guest for our, everyone here. Okay, we'll be right back. Okay. Are you ready for the most famous non-binary drag queen in the UK? Wait for it. With a sense, With of, a humor, sense of humor, it's Jenny Lennon. Fancy a slice. Fancy a slice. I am Babs. Fancy a slice. Yes, it's me, Ginny Lemon. Star on the rise, star on the decline, star with hemorrhoids. How you doing? <laughs> what you, real talk, what do you use for a hemorrhoid? What do I use? Worcestershire sauce is what I use for everything. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. 
so much for being here, Jenny Lemon. Oh, well, I'm only doing it because me mate fancies both of you. I've never watched the show myself. I'm not interested. But, you know, thanks for having me. Yes. Um. Some just quick details. Uh, Jenny Lemon is in full makeup because full. I did not specify uh, that this was just not recording the video. So when they got on the Zoom call, we were like, oh, what were you doing? And it was I got they were like, no, nope, we got ready for this. So we're going to send you a care package as a thank you. Yes. Good. That's good. Send th- some nudes in there. That'll be lovely. I can give them to my friend Adam then. Hi, Adam. Hi, Adam. <laughs> so- <laughs> See, that's it. I can go now. That's all he wanted. <laughs> so are you ready for the influx of free shit now that you're going to be on TV? Because that's what oh, happens, well, right? Wait, Everyone just can't work. So I'm happy for the free stuff. So then I can start a little eBay shop. And then, you know, I can flog that then, can't I? Because I can't well, you live gotta down the market and sell me tits, so. Some of the expensive items, they'll follow them. They'll track the SKU number on it. <laughs> they will. I know, they're tricky, aren't they? No car boots for me. <laughs> yeah, they'll find out. They'll, they'll email you and be like, why'd you sell this? <laughs> well, so have you gotten anything free yet? Like, what's the best gift you've gotten since the announcement? Oh, well, well, I think the funny thing is, is that all the makeup uh, companies are contacting all the other girls, but they're not contacting me. So I thought that that was the best thing I've I've, I've not received so far. I mean, I've got lots of jewellery. I've been very lucky with the old jewellery. I've got earrings coming out my arsehole. But I mean, when it comes to the makeup, I think it was, um, oh, I can slag her off. Is it Kat Von Dean? She got some makeup. I I know nothing about her. I've heard she's very problematic. And the bitch didn't send me anything, so she can go fuck herself. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I've got a blue tick now on Instagram. I'm meant to be having free shit from like, my eyeballs. <laughs> Wait, so I have a question. Are you feeling, because we were just talking about this before you hopped on. Are, is is it, do you feel overwhelmed? I'm feeling overwhelmed by the amount of of news that I'm consuming, whether it's gossip news social news whatever like i feel like remember when it was just the newspaper and it sort of took 24 or 72 hours for a story to sort of make its way through society it's like it's happening in the moment people are like some drama is happening on live and other people are going live to show the it's it's all consuming thoughts yeah it's mad it's mad. well i'm not I've, I like as you've very much well known i'm not very good with technology so when it comes to like checking the social media and stuff it just gives me such anxiety and it's so overwhelming the news is just day in day out and I remember like I grew up in the 90s so mm-hmm. we didn't have mobile phones until like the noughties so you know it, if we if we had any news then it'll be the town crier with a bell that's what it would be <laughs> you know be people shouting it's like when princess diana died they were on the street shouting that's oh how we God. found out the news so this constant bombardment of news is is so, but it's personally not good for my anxiety. So I just try and avoid it at all costs. Because I think if it's real news, it'll f- filter through through friends and people telling you and gossiping and stuff like that. But right. I think when it comes to that constant barrage of information, it's just it's just a bit too much. It just takes the enjoyment out of real life, you know? Yeah. Did you just refer to um, like the 2000s as the noughties? Oh, yeah. Do you not call them the noughties? I've never no. heard that. Oh, like... they were very naughty. I couldn't <laughs> tell you after the stories. Oh, terrible. <laughs> Wait, so why don't, you start, why don't we ask you some drag questions? Because I have a lot. When did you start doing drag? Was it in the noughties? So I started doing <laughs> drag in 2016. 
I am um, basically my sister died I had a mental breakdown and I said to myself it was either drag or suicide and I think I made the wrong choice (laughs) (laughs) so it was a way a coping mechanism of me escaping my grief and then it somehow spitballed and 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 you know people seemed to like it I had no idea that people liked it like I said I wasn't really interested in social media feedback so for me to get to the stage that I've got to now, it's all a bit of a surprise. I was just grieving. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. Now I'm making money. It's lovely. Yeah. So when you started, were you, you're most known for your, you're like a live singing drag queen. Yeah. Yeah. That's Which correct. I think so, is more common over in the UK than it is in America. Well, for me, it was a way of, I've been writing music for God, since I was very young and I use a loop station to loop my vocals and I create these sort of, I call it queer folk. So it's queer folk music. It's this alternative pop, which is layers of vocals and harmonies. And I originally started performing as a way to get my music out there. I realized that people hated the music, but they thought I was very funny. So, you know, I (laughs) I started singing a few couple of covers and running me trap off instead. And yeah, so I, I, I performed under the previous stage name of Lewis Spout Backwards, which was a, a character of an angry gay man. And now I'm a crazy bitch on acid. So I, cr- I like to base most of my characters on my personality at the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what is, uh, what's like one of the first covers you started doing? Oh, well, I think one of the first covers I started doing was Just a Little by Liberty X, which was a, um, a, a dreadful 90s band that was popular for a mini second in the UK that won a, uh, one of these reality TV competitions. And, um, and I, this, the song stuck with me and I ended up doing a, a bizarre vocal loop cover, which became quite popular. And then I went on to the X Factor to sing it. Oh. And then unfortunately, they edited out all of the good stuff and put on this bizarre backing track. And that's why <gasps> reality TV is um, a bitch. <laughs> they, you know what? They did that to Eva Destruction on X Factor America, too. Because she really? went on and did the laughing track, and then instead they just played this like weird circusy like wah, 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 music behind her. So they it's took so the music weird. out and it made her look terrible. Yeah, well, I had the same, the same sort of thing. But you know, they have they have enough money to pay for the rights. It's not because I of think that. that. It's because they kind of wanted to be like, "Hey, look at this weirdo." Not like the show was out to make you look bad because american idol used to do that too where they would purposely pick people that they knew weren't good and push them forward for the for mm. the comedy of it yeah definitely which is which is good for me because it made me realize that there was an element of my character that people saw as humorous when i was taking myself very seriously with this bizarre loop music so then i realized that people i could make people laugh i thought well i can do that as well did you look like this when you were being serious? Oh, God. No. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> yes and no. It was the very early days of the 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 Ginny character forming for me. Oh, okay. The bizarreness was taking over. So the the white face was plastered on a bit of Durex. Is that the paint or is that Dulex? No, Durex are the condoms. So... <laughs> That's yeah, what of you used to and apply. Then it all sort of progressed from there, really, and the 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 it only went downhill. <laughs> um, but then you went, then you went back for more reality TV because you are 
going to be on season two of RuPaul's Drag Race UK, which is so exciting. (laughs) It is exciting, but it's also so strange because I also feel like I'm just the cleaner that's wandered in and somehow managed to get picked up by the camera. (laughs) Well, I have a question. Because the UK is so small in comparison to America and the drag scene is smaller, did you know most of the girls when you walked into the room? Oh, well... Yeah, I mean, I was friends with a good few of the people. So I it was one of these bizarre things where I didn't realise that I went in thinking that no one would have an, absolutely no idea who I was. And then it turned out that I went in and I was like, oh, I know this person, I know this person, I know that person. So it was like, oh, the gals are back together again. If so I just knew we were in for trouble. As soon as I saw some of those faces, I thought, we're going to have a right laugh here. This is going to be mayhem. And... Okay, so I don't know, and we can cut this out, like, because I know they get pretty strict about what you can or can't talk about. But you guys started filming and then stopped, and then they started back up again because of the pandemic, right? Yeah, that yeah, that's pop- fine. We can talk about that. That's that's okay. been put in well, the press. That's been all out there. What I mean, that must have been a wild experience to sort of like put it on pause because they did that on season three as well. There was some mysterious thing. Oh. Was it a fight? Was it a health issue? Was it a union Ooh. thing? Like, but they paused for a few weeks in the middle of filming season three. So, well, it's it was a well. Imagine this: the last time I remember my life being normal, I was on the main stage of Drag Race, looking at RuPaul in the eyes, and that was that was my last glimpse of normality. And then stopping that, and having when when the Corona situation and the COVID situation was realized. It was it was kind of catatonic, but I was also set for the end of the world because I we are kept in this little isolated bubble. We, mm-hmm. we don't really know what's going on. You're doing drag for you know twenty eight hours a day, uh. and um, so you, you're not really worried. So one thing we're you know prancing around being absolute dickheads, <laughs> and then the next minute it was the end of the world. So I was like, brilliant! This is just my bloody luck. I get on drag race, and then the, and then everyone dies. So I, 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 I was full on when I got back. I was like stocking up the cans, building the bunker, um, preparing for the end of the world. It was fabulous. And then I realized that it wasn't just ending. And then I was like, oh, I've got to wait. And waiting is just so boring. Yeah. What was it like just knowing like, OK, I have to go back and there's these things left to do? Oh, God, I can't even begin to say like it's too <laughs> it's too much. It's too much to have on like one's brain. It's the usually the you know, the girls are in and out. The yeah. they're on the the treadmill of the, in the factory, they're in and out. You, the production works. But for production to halt, it, it halts your whole life. That's so wild. God, that must have been so awful. Woo! Okay, and let's I was talk about I had no money and still don't have any money. So that's the other thing is that we're all bloody skin. Right. And normally it's like the moment people are announced or even that when the, like, the promoters start to hear the rumors, it's like the gig money comes in. Because people people talk about this all the time um, with Drag Race is like people take out loans, max out credit cards, mm-hmm. sort of like like go crazy spending money to prepare for the show because the idea is the moment the announcement happens – they can make it all back really quickly with club gigs. But that is not the case. And no one from season 13 or your season or Or 12 or whatever else they're doing, 12, 12 big, no one knew. No one knew that this was going to happen. And all these queens, everyone thinks, oh, 
you're making the same amount of money as, you know, the gals from season eight who have been around for four or five years and gone back to do an all-star season. It's like, those people are buying homes and owning businesses. Apparently yeah. not Trinity yeah. to talk. She needs help getting the money for that house. <laughs> she got to do these gigs out here. She said, I may have won. Let's but I have a house down payment. I may have Legend. won $100,000, but I'm going to do this job. Get the money. Wow. Get the money. Um, Amazing. I'm just so, okay, so your style of drag is, like, my favorite type of drag because mm-hmm. it's so chaotic. It's, like, whatever <laughs> you feel in the moment, you're going to do yeah. it. How was that energy, I mean, I, I guess we can't really talk about drag race, but, like, how was that energy perceived by the rest of the girls? Well, I think for them it was kind of like the crazy auntie that shows up that's wearing a dead bird on her head and a caftan. They, I don't think they thought twice when they saw me because it's just like, oh, there's Ginny it's looking like an absolute gory <laughs> mess and we love it. So I think for me, talking about fashion, <laughs> the Crocs, the Crocs. Yeah, let's oh, talk about we have that written down. It's like the Crocs heard around the world. <laughs> the minute I, I saw it. you in those yellow platform Crocs, I was like, we're best friends again. Like I own She's those the Crocs. one. They're She's so the winner. comfortable. And do you know what? My thought was, hey, I'm going to be hanging around, taking lots of lovely pickies, and I don't want to be like, no way, like, fuck that. I don't know how these queens do it. I'm getting on the most comfortable shoe. I'm there to work and earn money. I'm not there to, like, you know, look like a fierce bitch. You're an idiot. Like, pump the more, you know, the quicker you can move, the more money you can make. So shift that ass, baby, and get on some crops. I loved that whole promo because because looking around the room, there was literally everything. You know, mm-hmm. to see Estina just like in a hoodie and a skirt, you're wearing Crocs, full there were people in glamour gowns, latex gowns, headgear. Like I was like, this is so cool because every there was so much representation of different types of people's drag and artistry. Like I loved that promo. It was really cool. Oh, yeah. And it was, you know, the updated pride flag and the trans flag, all of the colors represented which was really which amazing is, which is gorgeous which is a sign of the times to say that things are progressing yeah um which is fabulous to see drag race progressing in such a nice way with you know non-binary characters being shown uh trans um contestants it's it's amazing that you know that they are listening and that they are changing and i think that's incredible totally well let's take a quick break and we will be okay. right back back better is easy with factors delicious ready-to-eat meals every fresh never frozen meal is chef crafted dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week including calorie smart protein plus and keto also there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long when my fridge is stocked with factor meals i'm like Oh, baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm-hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, 
the mushroom is filling. Like there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm -hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this is oh, yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus and factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping cooking or cleaning up all you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle and we're celebrating earth day all month long with factor look out for the earth month eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals head to factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 and use code sloppy seconds 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. Okay, we are back, and Nepo has a burning you question. Know have you seen Wicked? Me, yeah, yeah. Oh, I saw the first ever um, performance of it in the UK. Um, it, it was the one of the previews. It was the first ever preview in the UK. It was fabulous. Can you do the ooh ah? Ooh ah! Bring me down. <laughs> Nailed it! Nailed it! Like fabulous. <laughs> I'll never yes. let it go. <laughs> <laughs> never let it go. Oh so my god! Were you? Did you go to like art school? You give me such like art college vibes. Oh, how disappointing! Sorry about that. <laughs> you just no, give me so much confidence in your worry. in your work that I just feel like you've like been honing in on it. Like you've been like a trained actor. Well, unfortunately, I did study performing arts. I know I did yeah. study drama at university. But when I say study, I mean I spent the money in shoes and smoke and then I showed up and pranced around. So I've always been very um, observant when it comes to learning and I learn a lot more as opposed to the curriculum. And I think observing people in those scenarios has helped develop the character. And it's that deconstruction of anything, really. I mean, mm -hmm. look at me, I'm... A joke, and I know it, and it's fabulous. And deconstructing and being the troll of theatre and the troll of drag, I think is um. <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah, I do have a background in performing arts, but I slogged on in loads of office jobs and all of that bollocks for ages until I thought, you know, I've I've just got to do something with all this education, and it seems to be paying off now. I mean, I'm a lot more professional than other bitches, even if I am a fool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, before this going in, I've worked with you twice now on two Oh, tours. Mike, were you, that, you were there, that bloody... That Battle of the UK versus... Oh, 
God. And it was Rudier, me, you, Juno Birch, and a door. And a door was trashed in the corner oh, of the well, room. Weren't we all? That, whoever gave me that bottle of vodka should be absolutely yeah, put in prison. Yeah, they also waited until halfway through the show to bring us alcohol. So by the time it got there, we were all scrambling to start drinking it. And we finished it off. It was shocking. I, I was so <laughs> drunk that I didn't realize I'd done my number. And I went on to do it again. And they were like, no, Ginny, you've been on. <laughs> And I was like, no, I haven't done that one yet. Oh, that was terrible. And I, you know, I don't usually drink, so I really had a tipple that night. Oh, my God. That was also the night that I was sharing, I'm crying, sharing a room with you, you are, and she is a, I don't think I can say, she's a nut job. She is crazy. She's crazy. Wait. She got me to film everything. She was like, can you film this? I was like, I'm yeah. not the staff, bitch. Jesus. Yeah, she kept asking me to do shit for her. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. And then she kept running around being like, I was promised food here in my, um, <laughs> in my, on my phone. <laughs> and she pulled up the contract and she said, it says food. Where is my food? And she was like running around to all the drag queens screaming at us. And we were like, I don't know you are. I don't, I'm not hungry. I'm too drunk to function, you yeah. Leave me alone. I was like, I'll Wait, eat at the hotel. Who was on that tour? That sounds like a crazy group of people. It wasn't a tour. It was Drag Race UK. It was like the closing show mm. for our Holy Tea. And it was me, Jenny, Juno. Oh, Drag Con. Yeah. Got it. Adore, Yuha, Ms. Cracker, Vinegar Strokes. Uh, and Ch- uh, Chiro. Chiro and Joe Black. Oh, oh, God, yeah, and Joe, of course. And then Cheryl Who had their Hull. own dressing room, lucky bitch. Yeah, I, well, I had my own dressing room too, but I just kept, <laughs> came down to hang out with you and, and Juno the whole time. Yeah, all the lesser people, the, pe- the people that were get, getting paid, they're like, you know, I'm one of the blue tick bitches now. No way am I doing those star acts. <laughs> I've done that. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, wait, so I'm curious about theater school. What was one of your favorite acting roles? Like, was there a character that you really sort of, like, loved doing when you were in school? Oh, wow. Well, I suppose, um, for me, it, I was, I'm, I am like a terror. Like, I, and I love getting the giggles <laughs> and, like, taking the piss. So, I remember when I, I met my best friend at, at uni. And the first thing we had to do was, like, we'd walk around the room and then we'd have to freeze and mimic yeah. the person's actions or whatever their pose was. And by the end of it, I think we both pissed ourselves because we were so, like <laughs> laughing so much that 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 was like in the first couple. Of, you know, when you're at the first days at uni, and you're like, "Oh God, I don't know anyone. I don't know a dealer. Oh God, what's going on?" Um, and then you, <laughs> and then can I say that? And then yeah. you, um, you know, and then we met, and then it was during the like warm up, the theatre warm ups, which is so stupid. And the theatre people that take themselves so seriously doing these like zip zap boins and like <laughs> it's going it's around being like up, so don't don't it's zip zaps up zip zaps up oh see that's that's the language barrier it changes over here that's the tax oh it's boink over there huh yeah zip zap but oh my god and all of that and it's just so so ridiculous that i couldn't help but take the the piss out of that like, the deconstruction of it all the loveliness of theaters and actors and you know all of you performance types yeah. You're all just a bunch of lovers, really, and it's and it's quite funny that we get paid for doing such silly work, and we yeah. get to flounce around. It's just too funny, and people don't take that too seriously. Are either Dame Judy Dench or you know losers. 
<laughs> you heard it here first. Breaking news. Um, okay, so in your Meet the Queens video, you basically said that now a Ginny Lemon show, you get on stage and you have no plan and you just improvise. What does yeah. that look like? What do you do? You just talk? It looks like a star, baby. It's a mess. It's a mess. <laughs> honestly, it's it's disgusting. You, you honestly, it would be your uh, what do people always call me? My, my sleep paralysis demon. <laughs> um, so I I just go up and I like to have a chat. Like I obviously I'll sing a couple of songs, whatever I'm in the mood for. A couple of my own songs, a couple of covers, whatever, or a lip stink. I can do. I can move my lips to other people's <laughs> songs as well. You know, it's exhausting, <laughs> but I can do it. Um, <laughs> And I go up and I just like to chat with the individual audience because I think so many of these girls get out and do the same old act. No offense. Um, and the same old act every single time. And you think, God, you've got to shake it up, girls. You've got to like have a laugh with where you are, find out a bit about the place, the people, and then and have a laugh. I don't like to plan too much because the beauty in, in life is the things that go wrong. And if you right. be able to laugh at the things that go wrong, that's just think. The amount of times I've planned something, done a dance, fallen on my ass, broken me hip, you know, and all of that. We've all done it. And I think, no, I'm going to go up there. I'm going to, I want to enjoy it as well. Because if I'm not enjoying it, why am I doing this? Right. You know, Meatball actually broke her hip on stage in <gasps> drag. Yeah. Oh my God, no Nana. <laughs> I know. I, I truly am like the oldest lady of drag now. It was are, no you, fun. are you all right? Did you have any good? You've got good medication over there as well, haven't you? You can have no, Valiums have and the Xanax. No, we have the worst healthcare system. And also, I'm going to say something. Else. Black, people of color do not get the good pain kills. Because doctors really? truly do believe over in America, and they are still taught in some places, that black people have a higher toler- a pain tolerance. And that, that our skin is bullshit. thicker, so we need bigger disgusting. needles. So um, when I went in, they like wouldn't give me pain pills. They didn't believe that it was broken until I like <gasps> went and got an x-ray. And then they were like, oh, it's broken. Oh, it probably needs surgery. Oh, well, I wish we would have checked this like a week ago. And I was like, fuck all of you. Anyway. Yeah. Oh my anyway, God, well, I was performing to me, I Want to Dance with somebody. And as I was crawling towards the audience with my broken hip being like, help, they thought it was part of the joke. <laughs> so they were just laughing at me. Uh, you you would have been Ginny. Ginny would have been throwing tips at you, cackling. Oh, my you look been broken. Straight out. I would have filmed every single minute of that. A UK queen. Why? Okay. Is there anywhere over there that they do tip? No. If it's the tip, it's usually a smeggy one. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> yum, yum. Talking about dick cheese. Okay. Speaking of dick cheese, do you know about Meatball's character, Chelsea? No, we don't. It's me, Chelsea from Sussex. Oh, I'm here to have a laugh. Give me a sausage roll. <laughs> <laughs> Fancy a slice. You sound bright southern, that. Yeah, everyone says it's actually an Essex accent. Yeah, it's very, yeah, it's good. It's very like Essex, Sussexy sort of. The South, it all blurs into one. It's a bunch of angry white people in the South. It's much better up north than in the Midlands. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um so we have prepared a little game yes, for you I'm just pulling it up oh right i love games are they mind games they're my favorite it, it's a very e- <laughs> <laughs> it's a very easy game uh, uh the game is based on your beautiful amazing catchphrase uh fancy a slice which I thought used to be fancy a slag. Like you wanted to like make yeah, it out. Yeah, I do. 
I love a slag May. <laughs> oh, have you been watching Slag Wars? I mean, if you haven't been watching Slag Wars, then you're dead. Because wow. that television show, I mean, I can't say this, but fuck Drag Race. Watch Slag Wars. It's amazing. It's so good. I'm going to try out for the next season, I swear to God. Do you do you know, have you met uh, Sophie and uh, Rebecca? Not yet, not yet, but I am a desperado because I what I really want to do is a croc destroyer video when we do <laughs> some sort of splashing or some sort of croc sets. I'd be right up for that. So if they're listening, they should defo come and get me involved and be a croc destroyer. I'm wearing we my leopard print crocs right now. Oh my god, I'm wearing um nothing because I'm in my house. I've just got bare foot. I can try and chew my toenail. <laughs> oh no! Oh, got it out. <laughs> the thing that I loved about the thing that I loved about Slag Wars was I really you know on some shows you can tell when the drama is manufactured. I couldn't tell if Sophie oh. Like I couldn't tell if that was oh, fake yeah. or not because I was like, I think she's crazy enough to not care that it would be stopping the production and be like i don't want to eliminate anyone and just yeah. like walk off the set well, and i was like the best thing it's, i love the that. best thing about sophie is that she's so the pair of them they're so honest with their feelings and they come across so genuine so yeah i believe that sophie felt that and i felt it at home and i and i mean that that is television gold you know and then her crawling because of crawling, her shoes the crawling. and then nobody gonna no help pain. me no all oh, right then the little like <laughs> Shuffle on the knees, babes. On the knees. That is a leg end right there. <laughs> that the best part about that was that you could tell that everyone was like, "What is going on?" So good. And if you guys want to watch another amazing video, there's one of Sophie and I forget the, the cock destroyers in a haunted house where they stay the night, and Sophie gets possessed. What? Yeah, and it's really funny. She's like, because you can tell that the other one's just staring at her, like, what are you doing? And she's like, ah! running around the house being a demon. Anyway, let's play I this can't. game called Fancy a Slice. <laughs> so, in the game, we're just going to offer you two options and you tell us which one you would fancy a slice of. Oh, okay. Okay. Classic music or new age music? Oh, what's new age music? I don't Kate know. En- Enya? Oh my God. Yeah. Enya, new age. Definitely. I fancy a slice of Enya any day. Front or back? Oh. <laughs> oh my God. These are hard slices. <laughs> Front or back? back oh it depends on what mood i'm in baby kind of have the whole pie on that one i fancy a slice <laughs> that's the best thing about a slice is you can have a little bit of everything <laughs> uh in checkers are you red or are you black um what the fuck is checkers do you know the game you checkers? the checkers game oh maybe no they call way. it something Okay, no, what I, about... I wasn't playing games. I grew up in a council estate, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I was robbing tellies. I'll go red for cherry. Cherry. Mm. Okay. Flowy skirt or spandex bodysuit? <laughs> Flowy skirt for Nana. I've got my big pouch. Do you know what I mean? 
<laughs> yes, but recently you did, you were very proud of your body and you posted some almost nude photos of yourself. Where? Yeah, did you On the Instagram. <laughs> You fancy a slice, babe? You can see uh, my nipples now. You're hairier than I thought. You're hairier than I thought. I've got the hairiest ass in show business. Wait till you see it. This looks <gasps> like a butthole. Thank you. I like that one. <laughs> I do like the taking the ma- like pictures of drag queens putting makeup on or taking it off. I don't know why. I think it's just so fun. Well, it's like a quick way of being arty, isn't it? It's like, oh, God, I'm so arty. It's like sniffing your own farts. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Would you prefer your drink shaken or stirred? Shaken. Fries or salad? Or I guess chips or salad? Fries. Kelly or Michelle? Oh. Kelly, come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. From yeah. here on out, I'm a commander, baby. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes! Uh, paper or plastic? Plastic. Nice and <laughs> fake, just like me. Cut or uncut? Or um, circumcised or uncircumcised? <laughs> oh, uncircumcised. Give me the skin, baby. Yes. Shave your brows or block your brows? Neither. Fuck them both. Just paint on the top. No one cares. Wait, what? Yours aren't blocked out right now? No, I've just I've just painted over my brows. I've just got very pale eyebrows. Oh, you're so lucky. Very pale. I love that. And that was Fancy a Slice! <laughs> Fancy a Slice! To be, to be fully transparent, as I was doing that game, I was like, Oh, I got this from the podcast Calm Down Queen, hosted by Sukasa and Vivian Forevermore. On every episode, they would ask people a list of 10 questions, and you just had to choose either one. Oh, yeah. And they would just do that on the show as a regular thing. And as I like came up with that game, I was like, oh, I totally took this from them. But that's how art is made, just stealing from other so people. So what's next fast. for Jenny Lemon? Are you working? Because now, most of the time, once you've been through the Drag Race carousel, you come out with a song, you come out with a music video... Are you working on anything? Are you going to do like a live show? Because I Ooh. love your character and I would love to see like a, a, a 45 minute no, <laughs> set of Jenny Lemon just like telling me her life story. You know what I mean? Well, it's funny you say that because I have been working on a few things because I have also had a year of, you know, doing fuck all. So I've had the time. Yeah. Um, excuse, pardon what I'm Francais. Um so I've been I have been writing an album, but for me it's not it's not a like I am going to be releasing music, but it's not going to be this cackety cack tick tick boom shit that yeah. everyone releases. It's going to be real music. So I've been making and writing music for years and years and years. So hopefully this gives me a platform. But I've been writing this new album called Tonic, Ginny Lemon's Tonic. Love it. It's all about a reflection of of the of the mess of the world and and my life and the and everything that's quite relatable so the first song that will be coming out of that is going to be called I'm over my overdraft which I think everyone at the moment can relate to <laughs> oh hell yeah <laughs> so I'm doing that and I'm planning to set up some sort of YouTube scenario you know I'm trying to make everything online now so people can access it because if we can't mm-hmm. see and go see people it's right. about changing how I interact with an audience. So hopefully I can bring my 
new show, Pick and Mix, which is going to be my comedy sketch show, musical stand-up amazingness coming to yes! YouTube whenever I can that. be arsed. But that will be coming. And I've also got a kid's book that I've been working on for years because I did a kid's yeah! show for years. So that will be coming out hopefully soon. Now I can milk these bitches and get a platform out. It'll be fabulous. Yes, yeah. I'm so excited to see more of you because I've always been so obsessed. Oh, well, I've been obsessed with you guys wherever the first time I met you. And I thought, geez, lovely whoever she is. <laughs> I know. <laughs> whoever she is. It was is. on the Holy Detour. I was like, that person's a crazy person. <laughs> oh, because we did Birmingham as well, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Goodness, that dress was so, I stank that day. I stank that dress was so but heavy. But you looked so good. What's it like trying to um get everything in yellow? Like, how hard is that to find? Yeah, do you only wear yellow? Well, oh, God, it's the my moral dilemma. I mainly try to wear yellow. It's not that difficult because now I'm like, a, it's like my eyes go to that. And that's mm-hmm. the only thing I can see. So I used to, um, one of my other jobs growing up and my passions are vintage clothes so I've been collecting and selling and working in vintage clothes for years so I have a a vast array and contacts of getting certain things that I want so I kind of have a half a wardrobe of half yellow and half bizarre vintage gems amazing yeah I bet you probably have contacts in the vintage world who just like pull a yellow when uh when they see it for for me I think yellow with a bit of stretch I want it girl (laughs) (laughs) I love that Meatball, are you making that face because you hear the garbage truck? Yeah, who's? where's that? It's just right up my window. Is it your bin window. day as well? Yeah, is it yours? It's our bin day today. That's amazing. And my yeah. friend who lives in the Czech Republic. Isn't that weird that all of our bin days today that I've spoken to on the phone, they're all on whatever today is. Is it Tuesday? That's Tuesday. Tuesday. That's so crazy. It's Tuesday. It's the bin day. I can't believe it. Tuesday. Hey, um, I'm so curious. Like, I guess... I feel like the accents in the UK are so much more noticeable than in the States, but I, I'm sure that's not true. I'm sure we're just used to it over me? here. No way. Everywhere's got like, no matter where you go, we've all got like colloquial accents from wherever yeah. we are. I mean, my accent is very, it's like a Birmingham country farmer hybrid, but everyone thinks I'm from Liverpool. It's a very bizarre mix. And then I think because just where I live, so... It's only when you start, you go south. So when you, when you, it's a bit cockney, bit south, like yeah. it's south. <laughs> and then as soon as you go up, and then you go up to Scotland, and then it's, hey, you, you fucking bad. You're going to go your head off to your insane. <laughs> so there's a whole array of amazing, wonderful, strange dialects in the UK, as there is with America and every single country. I mean, right. I find it fascinating. Accents, I think I could talk about them for days, darling, days. <laughs> Well, I just loved in the Meet the Queens, like, hearing the Scottish accent and then hearing taste sort of slip in and out of, like, a Welsh with, and, like, some slang and, and you know, like, it was just, it was just, like, this amazing, like, everyone was like, oh, I can understand them, but they're all sort of speaking in this, like, you know, a strange dialect. I loved it. it it's, to me, it's so much more interesting than, like, you know, a Southern twang. And in it's the glorious. To, it's absolutely glorious to be part of such a diverse cast with, Welsh representation, Scottish representation. Um, it's just so, it's just amazing. It's really like the cream of the crop of the UK queens um, and a few duds. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, okay, so we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with our final little segment. 
welcome to our next segment called Fuck, Fuck Talk. Talk. It's a segment where we tell funny or weird or gross sexual stories of things that have happened to us in our past or possible future. Um, uh, do you have any? Do you have sex? <laughs> Me, God, I'm always having sex. Me, I'm aching from it. It's fabulous. <laughs> do you this is normally we just tell like weird sex stories but i know because it's covid not everyone's getting out there and doing anything so do you have any like weird college sex stories that classic were classic hits oh. <laughs> god let me I, let me think about the past 24 hours what's been weird <laughs> what's oh, god. Weird? You know, i'm quite lucky <laughs> here i'm quite lucky i've been i'm i'm in a throuple so i've been with my husband for um Oh, God. How long have we been together? We've been together for almost 15 years, I think. And um, it's coming up to a year and a half since we've been in a throuple. Um, so I'm very lucky sex-wise at home. You are the Derek <laughs> Berry of the UK. Wow. Yeah. I think that I would excel in a throuple. Meatball yes. cannot imagine. I think that I would probably kill one of them. So my question right. is, what is that like and how did you do? Because you're saying you've been with your husband for 15 years and now a year and a half in to this three-way relationship. Well, I think for us, it's very different because it's the first time we've ever fallen in love with somebody else. Mm-hmm. So um, it's 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 love. You can't explain, question or deny yourself love. And when love comes your way, we would be silly for each other because we love each other so much to not accept more love into our lives so it it, that was easy for me I think that that's the thing so anything else about awkwardness or jealousy or you work yourself along the way I mean but you need to enjoy the ride (laughs) because that's the joy of it you know there's you're in a very loving relationship with with extra people so um extra people you know as opposed to just yourself so you can be as an individual it's so um uh, heart not heartwarming it's so i can't think of the words to, to describe what it is to have a three-way relationship dynamic for us because it that's is lovely, so though. much love yeah that's a different way to think about it because yeah I, most people i'm like i feel like i'd get jealous and no one's ever said it like you did you're like you just have to work through it like if that comes up it comes up but like don't well, make course, that a reason to like, not do it it's because <laughs> it's the it's it's about being open about talking about new and um, different relationships that aren't just the norm. So if people are a lot more open talking about these things and not just being like, oh, it's great, it's fabulous. Of course it's not. It's three personalities. It's really annoying. Like, <laughs> you think, people say, what's that being? So I said, I wouldn't recommend it because, you know, a lot of the time you're thinking about that as opposed to thinking about stuff you want to be thinking about. Right. But as oh. long as you're open and you talk and you keep that dialogue open and you're all having a nice time, then it's important to to talk in any relationship i mean you know in any relationship just talk and be honest with them and be like hey we call it a miss vanjie situation i don't know why um <laughs> don't ask me why but we call it a miss vanjie so if we've got a miss vanjie situation we're like press the buzzer and we think hang on we need to put these emotions aside and have a nice little chat and then you can work it out and go with the flow baby Wow. That's so amazing. Well, congratulations. Oh, well, thank you so much. I mean, I will say one thing, though. I'm doing all the bloody housework, the washing, the dishes. <laughs> Piss me. If I can make a bit of an effort, it'd be fabulous. 
Well, do they play with your front or your back to thank you for that? Well, that's why I couldn't pick a slice. That's why I said you have a slice <laughs> of African <laughs> man. No. <laughs> She's a very versatile queen. Oh. So, like, when you when you are, you know, back in the, the club days, would you, someone see your show and be like, I'm trying to fuck that. If anybody wants to fuck Ginny Lemon, I would seriously think of deep looking side themselves. <laughs> but when it's sweated off half the night and I'm feeling sexy, then yeah, yeah. maybe, you know. Um, well, we're going back to your OG question of yeah. like random sex stories. I think the one that pops to my mind yes. and the absolute worst, the worst I could think of is I was sucking somebody off once. They slapped me around the face and said, fancy a slice. And I was ah! like, oh no, darling. Oh, oh no. no, 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 no. I was like, popped that sausage out of my mouth and I was done. I was like, no, thank you. If Betty buys for me, you can see yourself out. <laughs> so yeah, we've, oh my God. We've, Terrible. We've, we've talked about that before. There's something, I think it's a, it takes a unique personality who, who wants their stage persona to be the sexual thing versus mm-hmm. themselves to be the sexual thing. Because it really is a mood killer. Oh, God. I'm just like, no, I'm at work. I've got all this shit. A- yeah, fair enough. We've all done it. We've all snogged with our face and makeup. I mean, why not? But for me, it comes off. You know, it comes off. It'll always end up off. I'm, I never... W- go out there and try and be sexy or sexual mm-hmm. if i'm feeling sexy i'll go out there and be sexy no matter what i'm wearing no matter what i look like it's not about the the ordinary standards of beauty it's about how you feel inside and you know you two are, are perfect examples the things that i do know about you are how you show positivity and how you show yourselves and your body and you're so both the compared to you are sexy bastards. So Ooh, you enable yeah. people to to do that. And just by being yourselves, not by striving for anything else apart from feeling sexy within yourself. And that's all I'm trying to do. Well, we're just well, going to keep making 2021 a sexy spot. Well, listen, we are excited to see you on uh, so Drag excited. Race Season 2. Uh, this God, is... Yeah. Yeah, this is really exciting, and I'll be watching very closely uh, as I work on the chop with uh, Latrice and Manila because they're going to be reviewing every moment of it. Uh, so we're excited. Well, I've got a story about Manila, so if she doesn't say nice things. I'm going to be straight on Twitter, the bitch. <laughs> why no, why don't you tell her. it I'll here first? Her. <laughs> no, she... like, oh God, I'm not, I've gone off the Zoom. Oh, I've done it again. Press the no, button. you're here. We can hear you. Okay, <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> No, she talked about it this week because we looked at uh we had Blue Hydrangea on the chop and they were um looking at everyone's looks and Manila was like, Oh, I love Ginny, we work together. Oh, we had a fabulous time. Very fab I was I ended up quite tipsy that night as well, I could tell you. <laughs> oh. Do we s- see a pattern here? There's <laughs> <laughs> a slight you know, raging alcohol in us, but isn't there all yeah. Um amazing. So where can people find you on the internet? Online. Uh-huh. Yeah, Where? They can find me on the internet. <laughs> Your Instagram is Ginny Lemon 69. Ginny Lemon 69 or 70 minus one. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lemon 69 <laughs> on everything. I'm on the, what am I on? I'm on the Facebooks. I'm on the Twitter. I'm on the, I'd have a gram instantly a gram, please. Um, you know, YouTubes. 
I'm on the tubes. I, I'm not doing TikTok. No, I can't no, do that. I'm too old. I'm too old for TikTok. No, it's for the kids. It's like Snapchat. It's not cool anymore. It's just for people who haven't got a sense of humor. Yes. Or it's for them who want to feel like telling they're funny because they're doing over and over stuff. and over. Yeah. yeah. Nah, nah. Although if they pay, I'll be on that. So thank you, TikTok. Um, <laughs> you can you can buy me cameo. Have them on Bandcamp. Buy me t-shirts. I'm, a, I'm, I'm about I to need buy the money. Someone's got t-shirt. to pay for the dealer. God. Look, did you see this fanciest slice shirt? It's like Looney Tunes. Yeah, I love that one. I'm yeah, about to buy that right now. With the fruit on the head. Friend, meeting people is easy, and that's an exclusive range. By meeting people, it's easy, and that's my my wife, who I work with very closely all these years. So. Have also, a look at those. The don't buy the sun. You are fucking on the gay time spread. That's incredible. Oh, just a little spread, D. I mean, that, it was meant to be a solo article, but there was all the 11 girls where they had to have a bit of time. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't up to anything. No, oh, you know, very bland whoa. dancers. Thank God they are. Very me. bland. <laughs> All right, I love you so much. Thank you for getting the drag. I'm going to oh, figure out how to get too, that little babes. gift basket to you. Yeah, yeah, I'd love that. I'll send you my address. Thank you. Put a couple, <laughs> a couple of used pants or something. Someone just sniff as well. Send me off to sleep. That'd be lovely. Thank you. Oh, oh yeah. And, and a big Old hello bra. to your friend Adam, who encouraged you to be on the show, because we never would have got you without his encouragement. So thank you, exactly. Adam. Exactly. <laughs> Don't uh, give too much hype. <laughs> thanks for listening to Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at SloppyPod or send us an email at SloppySecondsPod at gmail.com. Don't forget to call in with your fuck talk story too. 213-536-9180. Fun sale slice. You can follow us on Instagram at Big Dipper Jelly and Spiciest Meatball or follow me on Twitter at Fat Drag Meatball. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode, which now come out every Tuesday and Friday. Gonna get this shit off. Husband's home in a bit. So I'm hoping got the jock strap on. I'm gonna go douche. Yay! Doodle-doo-doo, forever dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad-free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Music, editing, and sound design by William Pitt. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey. <laughs>